Hi, this is Brad Constantine, and this is a podcast recording of the Old Testament. Although this is not an official recording of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, every effort's been made to be as doctrinally accurate as possible. I'll be using for the text the Joseph Smith translation of the Old Testament, along with many commentaries from general authorities of the Church, BYU professors, Bible scholars, and others. This format will be very detailed, and so if you want a deep analysis of the Old Testament, you come to the right place. Thanks for your attendance. Hi, welcome back. Today's episode is going to be 1 Kings chapter 16. Then the word of the Lord came to Jehu, the son of Hanani, against Basha, saying, For as much as I exalted thee out of the dust, and made thee prince over my people Israel, and thou hast walked in the way of Jeroboam, and hast made my people Israel to sin, to provoke me to anger with their sins, behold, I will take away the posterity of Basha, and the posterity of his house, and will make thy house like the house of Jeroboam, the son of Nebat. Him that dieth of Basha in the city shall the dogs eat, and him that dieth of his in the fields shall the fowls of the air eat. Now the rest of the acts of Basha and what he did and his might are they not written in the book of the chronicles of the kings of Israel. So so Basha slept with his fathers and was buried in Tirzah and Elah his son reigned in his stead. It's almost like the Jaredite record, isn't it? One king after another and they don't really talk much about each one. Huh, very similar. And also by the hand of the prophet Jehu, the son of Hanani, came the word of the Lord against Basha and against his house, even for all the evil that he did in the sight of the Lord in provoking him to anger with the work of his hands in being like the house of Jeroboam and because he killed him. In the twenty and sixth year of Asa, the king of Judah, being Elah, began Elah, the son of Basha, to reign over Israel in Tirzah two years. And his servant Zimri, captain of, his, of half his chariots, conspired against him, as he was in Tirzah, drinking himself drunk in the house of Arza, steward of his house in Tirzah. And Zimri went in and smote him and killed him in the twenty and seventh year of Asa, king of Judah, and reigned in his stead. And it came to pass, when he began to reign, as soon as he sat on his throne, that he slew all the house of Basha. He left, not, he left him not one that pisseth against a wall, neither of his kinsfolk nor of his friends. I guess that's one way to get rid of your enemies, huh? Just kill them all or rivals. Thus did Zimri destroy all the house of Basha according to the word of the Lord, which he spake against Basha by Jehu the prophet. You can see why Jonathan, when he when he came to David and said, you know, when my when my dad's dead, are you going to protect me too? Because it was pretty much a custom back in the day that uh, you killed any rivals that might be a threat to the to the kingdom. Wow. For all the sins of Basha and the sins of Elah his son, by which they sinned, and by which they made Israel to sin, in provoking the Lord God of Israel to anger with their vanities. Now the rest of the acts of Elah and all that he did, are they not written in the book of the chronicles of the kings of, Ju- of Israel? In the twenty and seventh year of Asa king of Judah did Zimri reign seven days in Tirzah, and the people were encamped against Gibbethon, which belonged to the Philistines. And the people that were encamped heard, heard say, Zimri had, hath conspired and hath also slain the king. Wherefore all Israel made Omri the captain of the host king over Israel that day in the camp. And Omri went up from Gibbethon and all Israel with him, and they besieged Tirzah. And it came to pass, when Zimri saw that the city was taken, that he went into the palace of the king's house and burnt the king's house over him with fire and died. For his sins which he sinned in doing evil in the sight of the Lord, in walking in the way of Jeroboam, and his sin which he did to make Israel to sin. Now the rest of the acts of Zimri and his treason that he wrought, are they not written in the book of the Chronicles of the Kings of Israel? Then were the people of Israel divided into two parts. Half of the people followed Tibni, the son of Ginnoth, to make him king, and half followed Omri. But the people that followed Omri prevailed against the people that followed Tibni, the son of Ginnath, 
so Tibni died, and Omri reigned. In the twenty, in the thirty and first year of Asa, king of Judah, began Omri to reign over Israel. Twelve years, six years reigned he in Tirzah. And he bought the hill Samaria of Shemir for two talents of silver and built on the hill and called the name of the city which he built after the name of Shemir, owner of the hill Samaria. But Omri wrought evil in the eyes of the Lord and did worse than all that were before him. For he walked in all the way of Jeroboam, the son of Nebat, and in his sin, wherewith he made Israel to sin to provoke the Lord God of Israel to anger with their vanities. Now the rest of the acts of Omri, which he did, and his might that he showed, are they not written in the book of the Chronicles of the Kings of Israel? So Omri slept with his father and was buried in Samaria, and Ahab his son reigned in his stead. And in the thirty and eighth year of Asa king of Judah began Ahab the son of Omri to reign over Israel, and Ahab the son of Omri reigned over Israel in Samaria twenty and two years. And Ahab the son of Omri did evil in the sight of the Lord above all that were before him. Boy, it seems like it just gets worse and worse, doesn't it? And it came to pass as if it had been a light thing for him to walk in the sins of Jeroboam, the son of Nebat, that he took to wife Jezebel, the daughter of Ethbaal, king of the Zidonians, and went and served Baal and worshipped him. This was the head and chief of his, of his offending. He took to wife not only a heathen, but one whose hostility to the true religion was well known and carried to the utmost extent. She was the idolatrous daughter of an idolatrous king. She practiced it openly. She not only countenanced it in others, but protected it and gave its partisans honors and rewards. She used every means to persecute the true religion. She was hideously cruel and put to death the prophets and priests of God. And all this she did with the most zealous perseverance and relentless cruelty. Notwithstanding, Ahab had built a temple and made an altar for Baal and set up the worship of Asheroth, the Sidonian Venus. Yet so well known was the hostility of Jezebel to all good that his marrying her was esteemed the highest pitch of vice and an act with most and, and an act the most provoking to God and destructive to the prosperity of the kingdom. That was out of the Bible commentary. Verse 32, And he reared up an altar for Baal in the house of Baal, which he had built in Samaria. And Ahab made a grove, and Ahab did more to provoke the Lord God of Israel to anger than all the kings of Israel that were before him. In his days did Hiel the Bethelite build build Jericho. He laid the foundation thereof in Abiram, his his firstborn, and set up the gates thereof in his youngest son Zegub, according to the word of the Lord, which he spake by Joshua, the son of Nun. So anyway, that's the end of the chapter, and uh, we'll see you next time. Bye.